What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Damo with the Outsiders Edge coming at you once again. We had to do another two-parter for you with myself, the homie Jay Kells, and then I guess Sam Blackwell. We're talking money in the bank results. We went in. We got a little bit of hot topic hip toss. So here's another two-part episode for you. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you call in. Give us your thoughts. Give us your comments. Give us your questions if you have any. Once again, this is The Outsider's Edge. I'll let you boy. Ladies and gentlemen, you are here with The Outsider's Edge with your boy Damo and J. Kells. <laughs> and once again, we have our homie Sam Blackwell back on the line. How's it going, fellas? It's going great, brother. <laughs> Too sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. That's what I like. So, so yeah, so... Um, like I told you guys before, we're uh, we're gonna do this a little different. Usually, I like to try to do like the hot topics first. I want to do the hot topics last because I feel like they're more interesting than um, <laughs> than the actual money in the bank results. So um, we're gonna run through the money in the bank results, our predictions, and what the results actually were. Yada yada yada. That whole that whole bit. <clears throat> so we're gonna jump into it with. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, which um, uh, I keep forgetting that they do like a pre-show and there's always a match in the pre-show, which I'm like, WWE, I'm not giving y'all an extra <laughs> half hour to 45 minutes of time when the pay-per-view is already like three hours by by itself. Um, so I usually skip skip the pre-show. So I'm like, I'm looking for matches and then it's like, oh, this was in the pre-show. So, um, but the... Uh, Bludgeon Brothers against Gallows and Anderson for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. We all picked the Bludgeon Brothers. That wasn't a. That wasn't like a really, uh, really, like, earth-shattering prediction because the Bludgeon Brothers are just dominant. <laughs> There's a reason it was on the pre-show. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> it was like Twitter. I think the Twitter, the Twitter match was better than the. Actual match, yeah, actual yeah. Match. The, the, you know what? I'm a, I'm here for the Twitter beef. Like that would have made like if social media had been around when I was a kid, that would have made wrestling so much better. <laughs> because these oh. little, these little Twitter beefs that pop off are are just as entertaining, if not more entertaining, than the matches sometimes. So yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree agree with you on that one. <clears throat> so then. Um, Next, we'll jump to the uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship, which was another match that was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> that's for in my book. Um, the Delita of Worlds, uh, Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy against the B Team, who is slowly creeping up the charts of being like one of the most entertaining tag teams <laughs> around right now. And. Um, uh, let's see. Our picks were Sam had uh, Wyatt and Hardy. Uh, Kells had the B team, and I had Wyatt and Hardy. The, of course, the the um, 
Wyatt and Hardy uh, kept the titles. Um, I remember picking B team. I picked B team. Yeah, that's what I have down. What you picked the B team? I think yeah. there was. I think there was like some left field rationale behind it. If I'm remembering right, I have to listen back to the recording. I must have been half sleep or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? Like, but I'm not mad at you know. After this past week, I'm really not mad at you for picking the B team because like they. They've been doing like these little parodies and stuff, and they've really been comical. Like, I, I'm really starting to like them a lot. So, I really would. Oh, yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah, I would. They're hilarious. I think I remember saying they fought, they fought each other when they came here for the house show, and uh, the B team got disqualified because one of them hit Bray, hit Bray in the back with a chair or something, but they were hilarious throughout the whole match. That whole match was entertaining <laughs> when they came here. So, yeah, this guy's off the chain. Yeah, I think they they really I don't I don't know who how they came up with it, but I think they struck gold with uh with Curtis Axel and uh Bo Dallas. Yeah. They always they always kinda of been confident. Even when they were with the Miz or right before they got with the Miz hooked up with them. They always had that little something. But I think they really just now started to capitalize on it now that the Miz is gone and they pretty much on their own. So yeah, I'm I'm glad they're getting their shine on. Yeah, yeah. How about how about you, Sam? I mean, I remember when Bo Dallas had that whole motivational speaker gimmick going on, and oh, nobody yeah. really cared. <laughs> you can believe. <laughs> All you have to do is believe. <laughs> and then Curtis Axel had that whole stick about how he was never eliminated from the Rumble. And, like, he would try to parody Hulk Hogan and all this stuff. And, oh, yeah. Like, I never really thought either of them were that entertaining until they quit The Miz. And I think that helped them kind of keep it going now. Because, mm-hmm. like, he was such a great heel character to play off of. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, and, I, yeah, I think with the, the whole yeah. B-team thing, I think it makes sense because they were never, like, the guys you looked for. They They've... They make good. They make good complimentary to somebody who's really entertaining. They're a good B team. They're yeah. a solid B team. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Drawing their own shirts. <laughs> I was like, "What are these guys doing?" Drawing their own. <laughs> and now they've got like half the country one uh, B shirt with the B written in black sharpie on the front. <laughs> Gonna be the most copied, least, mer- least revenue making merchandise probably in the history of WWE. You ain't even got a product shirt. You just make the shirt. Right. Everybody's gonna be winning. <laughs> Sharpie about to make some money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sharpie stocks Sharpie, about to go Sharpie up. And Sharpie and Haynes. Sharpie and Haynes gonna be the two biggest right. companies. <laughs> Whoever sells, whoever sells plain white t-shirts, Hayes, Fruit of the Loom, everybody's about to go up, and it's going to be like, but our merch is down. It's like, why? Because, yeah, because everybody's making their own BT. Because you made it too easy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they kind of started out like that, even when they, after The Miz left, and that was like their thing was, whoever they were trying to link up with, they made a shirt. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't yeah. know. Maybe they could have. Maybe they could have kind of piggybacked off that and made and made that merch. Yeah, 
Because all of that work, I don't think is easy to imitate. But yeah, so. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to move on to the uh, Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn match. We all picked Lashley, which is not a surprise. Um, this is the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what what they were doing with this, and and I'm really not I'm really not happy with the Bobby Lashley storyline altogether at all. I'm not even. It looks like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he actually does. Yeah, that's actually a good description. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not. Yeah, Bobby Lashley's just like I don't like now. I don't even want to watch him wrestle anymore. It's just. It's just like Bobby Lashley comes out and it's just like, okay, I don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to see you fight anymore because you're just not, you just don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't, it does, he, no, has, he has no character, he has no charisma. Yeah, yeah, he's very, he's very dry. And he's got power, he's got the look, but that's all he has. Like, he, he has no personality behind it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, with him with a with a microphone in his hand, it just seems like a fish out of water. It's just like it's just like he just doesn't know what to do. And I feel like I feel like they might have been trying to use uh, Sammy because Sammy's pretty a pretty good talker. I think they were trying to use Sammy to kind of carry him, but it's not working. And then even with even with the little exchange he had with Roman Reigns. Um, was kind of like it was just kind of like yeah like <clears throat> and, and to me Roman's not the not the right guy to have to carry somebody as far as uh no, no, as far as the promo. Roman needs care, yeah so yeah, Roman. <laughs> I don't know we'll, and then it was just like the I, watching Monday I was like wait this is how we're getting Bobby Lashley to Brock Lesnar it was like no I'm not I'm not buying it <laughs> just not <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> yeah. so yeah so we all agree right now Lashley sucks and <laughs> he's just gonna keep winning matches cause they're gonna try to get him in the ring with Brock Lesnar I guess at some point in time um <laughs> say that again I'd rather him go back to MMA and fight Greg Hardy <laughs> that yeah, I, I think if there's actual, yeah, actual fisticuffs and blood involved, yeah, I might want to see Bobby Lashley fight, <laughs> but not, <laughs> not WWE though. This, this is not working for me. But um, okay, so we're gonna keep moving. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. We all picked uh, Daniel Bryan, which was not a shocker at all. Um, we're gonna talk about Big Cass in a minute because yeah Big Cass got a lot of stuff going on um, well, well he's got a lot going on but he doesn't have a lot going on anymore I'll put it like that <laughs> um, then we uh, we got Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal um, let's see uh, you both picked Reigns I thought Jinder might pull this one out um 
I thought it was fairly fairly entertaining. It wasn't anything over the top. Like it wasn't like oh my god, this is like one of the greatest matches ever. Actually, say that again, Sam. Say that again. I'm saying like like that match is better than I expected. Yeah. And somehow the two of them got got the chemistry that I didn't take. Yeah. Their promos are garbage every week, but the matches are actually not bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on that. Yeah, I like um I've actually um grown to like Jinder Mahal. Like he's a he's uh He's a character I like to hate, and I, and his, and his matches are and from what I've seen, from really watching him the last several months, his matches are pretty good. So like I said I, I didn't I I wasn't uh, I wasn't disappointed with it. Um, I felt like it was it felt like I don't know it felt kind of like a filler match like kind of like a just like a build up to something better because you knew something better was coming because you had all these other big main events coming especially with the titles and stuff <clears throat> which we're gonna move on to uh the last man standing match for the wwe title uh styles versus nakamura part four um uh sam has styles i had styles kells had nakamura styles holds on to the title what did y'all think of uh styles and nakamura for I kind of felt the same way. I thought. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was a great match. It was definitely better than the WrestleMania match. Um, but I, I thought that they would have done more. Uh, you know, kind of more of a, a ECW type edge, like a hardcore match uh, type edge. And it was. I mean, considering that it was a last man standing match, no holds barred, anything goes. All you got to do is figure out a way to knock your guy out for a ten count. I feel like they didn't they didn't pull out all the stops as far as uh you know pulling out tables and chairs and all that other kind of stuff. Um it got there towards the end but, but I mean by then you could you could kind of tell there was a lot of um I feel like there was a lot of a lot of back and forth of oh it looks like Nakamura's about to win it. No, Styles is about to win it. There was a lot of that towards the end so you finally could tell okay this match is over. <clears throat> I think that their whole feud, I think, is good. at the end of the day, people are going to look back on it and think it was cool, but just like the matches, the whole feud, it could have been more. Mm. They could have done more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. 
I definitely agree. Because, um, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they really hyped it up as, you know, this is the dream match. This is the once in a lifetime. We've never, you know, never seen this before in WWE kind of thing. And then it was just like they just, I don't know. It was like they just played with our emotions with it and turned it into something else and made it, it made it kind of meaningless. I didn't hate the match, but they could have just done more with it. Yeah. But, you know, for what it was, it was a good match. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. <clears throat> that Styles class that he did off the stairs was pretty cool, too. I, I, I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> As I, said, I thought, to me, the, the best part of the match was towards the end of the match. Um, yeah, it I, was- I felt like he was I felt like they were both doing any and everything to try to okay I'm really trying to take this guy out and win <laughs> which I mean I don't know I I don't know I kind of felt like they could have done this whole they could have did that whole rivalry like in reverse like <laughs> made the last man standing match like the first match between them two and then maybe that would have made it like more epic like if their first uh, their first match if their first match had been something really like humongous and monumental and then maybe have it end at Wrestlemania yeah yeah I think yeah I think they could have I think they yeah. could have played it out a lot a whole lot better <clears throat> but yeah cause we were just talking about uh, uh, Styles and Nakamura part 4 and um, how we both thought the, that the match uh, was decent, but it could it could have been more there. Like they didn't yeah. they didn't seem like they didn't really seem like they went all out uh, for that match. Like not enough, uh, not just not enough hardware. Like they didn't go all over the place, all over the arena, pull out a whole bunch of ladders and chairs and stuff like that. It, it really kind of kept it kept it kind of simple. Yeah, that's that's WWE for you. They've been doing keeping things kind of simple lately as opposed to either NXT or, you know, if you watch some of New Japan's pro wrestling, some of that stuff on YouTube or whatever, you know, it's like a different feel. So I guess UFC is pretty, UFC, WWE is pretty much, you know, found a lane and they want to stay in that lane to where it's not really hardcore for, you know, for the kids, but then at the same time it's still Kid friendly and adult friendly and all that kind of stuff, you know. But that's what you said. Come to expect. Hmm. So you yeah, think, we're used to it by now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you think they're you? Do you think um? Do you think that they're possibly going going kind of soft with the? Uh, I don't know with the amount of violence in the matches because of like all of the changes that are coming down the pike with them being on Fox and stuff like that and not knowing how that's going to be oh, taken they've been, thought, they've been thought for years yeah. with that kind of thing yeah even even with the uh, even with the extreme the extreme pay-per-views you know they really don't really get too extreme on those you know so I mean you know, like like you said, they've been soft for years. Ever since 
attitude of, you know, left and, you know, everybody complaining about, you know, too much of this or too much of that, and then laws and legislations and all that stuff. It's pretty much been somewhat watering it, watering it down, not what, you know, hardcore wrestling fans are pretty much used to. You know, we used to seeing, you know, seeing bloody Rick Flair's face about three or four times and Rick Flair with white hair turned red for blood and the American Dream Dusty Rose, you know, and yeah. then come 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 to the WWE sometimes you see, you know, I don't remember seeing Hogan Dream, but I think about it. Maybe later. Oh, yeah, Hogan did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, well, maybe later, later on he did. Yeah, later on he did, yeah. Then, well, especially, uh, especially that match he had with Vince at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah he, he was real bloody in that one. And I'm not asking for I'm not asking for blood every match, but if you're gonna have something like a last man standing match or hell in a cell or something, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, make it make make those matches feel special. Not oh he used a chair, no, like say no he used a chair to knock him off a ladder through two tables. <laughs> yeah. <Do> something <laughs> like the freaking NXT clip demo posted, the one with. Johnny oh, Johnny! <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah. that joint was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that that pay per view, that match alone Dude, was worth that pay per view. That was no, not even that. Just that match, the Ricochet match too. Oh yeah, the Ricochet match yeah, uh, with Velveteen Dream. Again. Yeah, that was awesome. Those were two yeah. of the best matches I've ever seen. I was sitting here like. Man, yeah. Like I said, I, I haven't really gotten heavy, heavy in the NXT yet. So that was like my first time sitting and watching a pay-per-view. And yeah, I was sitting there on the edge of my seat like, I have like no vested interest in these guys whatsoever. And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> like these are my favorites of all time. I was I was into it. I was like, that thing was crazy. Yeah. But that, uh, <laughs> that Johnny wrestling match, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that thing tugged on your heart, man. <laughs> man, dude, I would tell you, even if you go back and watch, um, I think it was uh, Samoa Joe versus Ken Day had a couple of those NXT pay-per-views. That oh, yeah. Off the chain. You know, even in NXT, so, you know, it, it's rightfully so everybody should expect, you know, Ken Day and AJ Styles going to blow the roof off the building, right. but... Again, that's WWE. That's the main, the main roster for you. That's Vince's. I think it was either the first or second takeover, the NXT one. I think it was either the first or second one when it was it was Bailey and Sasha fighting each other. Yeah, yeah. And then and it was like such an incredible match. And then Kevin Owens and Finn Balor in that ladder match. Yeah, it's like you're watching, thinking this is what wrestling needs to be. And then yeah, you go the next day and watch pay-per-view. Like, okay. When Kevin Owens came, when he debuted, and that junk was crazy, too. Because everybody was like, oh, him and Sammy Zayn, they got history, they're such good friends. And then he turns on Sammy Zayn, and mm-hmm. that whole little storyline, that was crazy, too. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like I got a lot of catching up to do, man. Cause... Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, the the little bit I watched, like I watched that pay per view to take over in Chicago, and I I only watched um, uh, the takeover. I think it was uh, the one right before WrestleMania in New Orleans. Yeah, 
I watched the uh, I watched the ladder match for that, and I was like I said the the little bit I watched, like I watched that pay per view to take over in Chicago, and I I only watched um uh the takeover I think it was uh, the one right before WrestleMania in New Orleans. I watched yeah. the uh, I watched the ladder match for that, and I was yeah, the ladder match. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was wild. I was just like, whoa, like this is crazy. Like but like you said, like this is what wrestling is supposed to be and it's like, yeah, I don't get this on Monday and Tuesday night. <laughs> or at a pay per view. Like it's not this because well, Triple H runs in a feet. Yeah. Okay. He's over all that. So that's why we you get more actual wrestling. That makes sense. That makes sense. And since he's actually been since he's an actual wrestler, an accomplished wrestler, and he's been in and out the game, and he's went through all the stages, it, just, it makes sense. It makes sense, and so he's putting it, he's putting it together right. Whatever he's doing, whatever team he has over over there at NXT with him, he's he's doing it he's doing it right. Because like he's a wrestler, it's all it's only on the network. Most of a lot of the people who get the network are like hardcore wrestling fans. And so you can do more stuff like that as opposed to Monday and Tuesday nights, you know, on network TV. You know, do it for the family, for the sponsors, all that kind of stuff. So it's watered down. Okay. And like that's the difference. It feels like two different companies. Yeah. You know, to to me, um, NXT, uh, just like. Like not necessarily the the wrestlers, but like the, the the look and feel of it reminds me of like uh, NWA back in the day, uh, NWA wrestling back in the day. Like it was very like it looked like a house show. It was very kind of grungy, gritty, um, and that's where it, like to me WWE's always kind of had that like we're like the mainstream very clean, pristine look, and then that's always been I like, like the, what ECW was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe they, like you said, they're watering it down for network TV, maybe they're, maybe that's their lane. There's only so much, they're limited, there's only so much they can do. Right. Yeah. You know, if you're exclusively on the network, then it's whatever you want to do. That's true. Because all the money you're getting from that is from the people who buy the network. Yeah. Because you, um, you, I don't know, Sam, if you've ever been to a house show. I mean, I've, I haven't been to an event live yet. But are are the are the house shows different than what you see on TV with Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, they are. Um, we have the one of the main differences is. Well, of course, there's no announcers. The announcers are on TV, so you don't get to hear the commentating. So you actually have you actually paying attention to the action in the ring, and you actually hearing what the wrestlers are saying because they actually throughout the match they shout stuff to the crowd, shout stuff to each other. <laughs> so you do hear a lot of that. Um, the actual I have been to I've been to uh, regular house shows. I've been to SmackDown taping. Of course, I went to WrestleMania 30. Um, the effects for the TV shows and the house shows are different. They do have the interest music and they have, you know, the uh, part of the screen 
whoever wrestlers come down from, that they don't have all the all the lights and power on all that stuff. Um, and WrestleMania, they do have, you know, of course they they go all out for those. Uh, the TV taping, they have Tony down a little. I forgot why they said they stopped using a lot of power. I thought they said I think they were still in the car. I think they said they couldn't afford to. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, I say, if I remember correctly, I think it was, it's the same reason they stopped using like different sets for for Raw and SmackDown, and just and for like pay per views and stuff. And it's always just the same thing, mm. except for like WrestleMania. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I think yeah. I, I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, that that was the big reason. Wow. Yeah. But that that's interesting because it ain't like. They broke. They make. They're making good money. Like they're packing out arenas, and they're always torn. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's little stuff like that. You know, because you you think you know, okay, we're getting a real product. You know, of course, everybody knows. You know that. Um, you know, it's slips to an extent. You know, tweet talking about all that stuff. But then you hear little stuff about they pump audio. They pump audio into the um, they pump audio into the into the feeds, you know, when you hear crowd cheering for this guy or crowd doing such and such for that guy and you know and so you wonder, you know, it's like it's almost like reality T V to an extent. Hmm. Sometimes you, you think about it, you know, like and what's the point, you know? I understand, you know, you get the crowd cursing every now and then, so you gotta something to bleep that out but, you, know, <laughs> you know but you know let it, let it be you know but I guess that's the sports entertainment industry aspect of it's like they're not doing it every second of every match right like I only, I only heard one on the pay per view wow find out WWE uh, being cheap <laughs> <laughs> not, not giving the people what they want that's <laughs> the <laughs> this isn't what's best for business. <laughs> yeah, and they always do what's best for business. Right, right. Yeah, that's interesting. Speaking, speaking of best for business, let's talk about let's talk about that women's money in the bank match. Okay, <laughs> bro. <laughs> There's no there's no bias here. There's no reason. There's, there's no, no particular there's no reason. Bias. Sam great, is bringing match. up the women's money in the bank match. There's no particular reason. Because it was a great match. <laughs> no, it was a great match though. It definitely was. I, I enjoyed the match, and there was a couple of times I thought Becky Lynch was going to pull it out. Yeah, yeah, that was my that was I my dark really horse. She was about to get it. Yeah, that was that, mine too. I was I was excited for that. Yeah, I was like, I said, oh, Becky Lynch about to get back in the running. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was ready for it. Yeah, so I, I, I was, was there's absolutely no bias here. Yeah, I was I was really I was really surprised at, at the at the outcome for that. Um, I mean, because they I was too. I'm not mad at it. Oh no, no, definitely not. Not not mad at it at all. No. But I but like no. like you said, I'm definitely with you. It looked like it looked like Becky Lynch had it won a few times. She came real close. <laughs> but go, go figure. Good old biscuit butt. 
Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> she hasn't gotten any biscuit butt chats anymore lately, has she? I don't think so. I don't think she has. I never really, I never really noticed them except for. I don't Yeah, I I never noticed till they till they started till they started calling her that, and it was just like, oh, why did they call her that? And it's like, okay, whatever. And I was like, I went with it. I was like, it's a, I was like, it's a cool chat. And I was like, she, she, she's such a heel, but you, but I mean, you can't like Alexa Bliss. I mean, she's a heel, but she's a good heel. She's a really good heel. It, it, it's like it's like Stone Cold. Like even when he does heel moves, people still love it. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the day. Yeah, it's amazing how she developed that. That character. That's like, if you love her, like you say, you love her, but then you hate it. You hate to love her. Yeah, she's like, she's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah, she. You hate how much you love her. Yeah. Yeah, she. She really. She. She's improved so much over the last few years. Yeah, I. I like the way she does a nice. The the way she. She twists that whole little like you know because when you hear Little Miss Bliss, oh, you that's think a like off the top. yeah, yeah, you think like you know, but you think like uh, you know she's like a really you know a goody two shoes Little Miss Bliss. Like when you hear that name and like she she plays that angle, but then flips it to like no, I'm really a jerk. <laughs> like I like the way she I like the way she flips it. Like she doesn't she doesn't on drop of a hat and like and it works so well with what she does. But um, as far as uh, and then I mean she's great in the ring too. Like she's not just she's not just a pretty face. She's not just a good promo. She's really good in the ring. Um, yeah, and I, like I said, I was really surprised at how. But I was surprised that that she won. But I wasn't surprised that she won that way because I always feel like Alexa Bliss does this thing of outsmarting people to win matches. I feel like that's like her. Be the same way. Yeah, I feel like that's like her hidden power is she's gonna outsmart you to win yeah. a match. She's not gonna overpower because she's she's too small to overpower anybody. So that's why I didn't pick her to win because I was like she's so tiny, it's like it's not gonna happen. It's like I, I was surprised by it, but it's kind of like I'm not surprised by it because she's like one of the most over people. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, little Miss, little Miss Bliss, little Miss Bliss winning the money in the bank and cashing it in <laughs> that night. I was like, <laughs> I didn't think she was gonna, I didn't think she was gonna get the title uh, at first when she cashed it in. Well, um, it makes sense the way she did that because yes, because she and Nia had a history. There's no way, even in the scripted show, that she's going to beat Ronda Rousey. Mm. But, so, yeah, Ronda not get the title, but because of the interference, you still make her look strong. Right. And so everybody wins. Right. I think we talked about that before, about making making people look strong, even if they don't win the match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you uh, did you think? Um, and now we're jumping all around now, so we're just gonna go for it. You think? Do you think Ronda was about to win that match if Alexa I doesn't she was come? Win. I thought she was gonna win. Yeah, I, from the uh, 
from the from the the way they were setting it up, yeah, it looked like she was gonna win. But then again, you know, I, I predict I knew something was gonna happen. You know, to where something was gonna happen to where you know she she was gonna get screwed out of it because it's it's too soon to put the title on her. You know, she she's she's not she's gonna be the face of the women's division. You know, they're building her to be like that female Brock, but she ain't there yet. You know, she almost there, but she ain't there yet. So, yeah, I need something to add. Yeah, I was, um, I was worried because most of the match, she looked really winded. And yeah. I was like, oh, Nia's Nia got this hands down. Like this is not this is not what we expected. I expected her to to get in some good shots, and then it was just gonna set Ronda off. And then I mean, Ronda did eventually get to a point where she did her little, you know, she did her little pat down thing that she does now when she gets hyped. And um, but um, the the thing I kept uh, looking at was Ronda is doing these these uh, these strikes and. It just doesn't seem like it's doing a whole lot. It seems like a whole lot of work for little result. Until until I saw her pick Nia up, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Maybe maybe she is a lot stronger than what she looks because she's so small." But um, but I I like um I I feel like I feel like Ronda's gotten her feet wet and she's getting. She's getting better overall, molding that that character she has. Like she um she talks to when she starts talking smack, it reminds me of Stone Cold. And she when she gets in that mode, like that's what I love about her. Is like I love her to get to that place. It's like I don't know. They they kind of when she's like when she's chill, she plays like this super compassionate lovey-dovey person and it's just like okay you're soft and then somebody says something or does something and then she snaps and then she goes completely 180 the other way and i and when she goes when she goes that way it's like i like that i like i think that's the strong point of her character um that they're that they're showing with her and like you said they made her they made her look strong because it looked like she was about to win the match and um I don't think I don't think Nia was gonna get out of that armbar if she had slapped it on. Nah, I think the outcome, the way they had Alexa win it, you know, they, they made everybody it was competitive. I'm on the best. jump to um since we're talking women's titles i'm gonna jump to the uh women's title match um (laughs) for smackdown (laughs) so um me and kels both had oscar you had carmella by disqualification and you had the the what i call the left field prediction of um charlotte regains the title to eventually face At Rousey. Point, 
she'll, she'll get it some and fight Ronda at WrestleMania. But that still could happen though at some point though. Like that's not yeah, out the window. That still could happen. Yeah, we have almost a year before that that comes to it. Yeah, that could happen. But I will say, and I'm not kidding. As soon as that match started, I, I'm like, you know what? James Ellsworth is going to show up at some point. <laughs> as soon as I saw, as soon as I saw that little character come to the ring, I'm like, yup, that's him. That is him. Because he's small enough to where you thought it was a woman, but then when you see his hand, I'm like. Oops, like that's a uh, right, right. Yeah, I, I was, I was surprised by that. I was wondering. I was like, who is that? Because <laughs> I, I forgot about the whole uh, Carmella Ellsworth storyline from way back. Well, not way back, but he hasn't been around since since she's won the title. So I completely forgot about that. So I was just like, okay, who is this? And I was like, who did she? pick up to wear a mask like Oscar and then it was like wait Ellsworth and then it was like oh okay they, they're going back he's back now <laughs> but um I mean up until that point I thought Oscar was I thought Oscar uh had a good shot at winning the match or or Carmella was still gonna win by the skin of her teeth but so you think uh you think uh well I guess they're they're it seems like they're they're uh they're teasing that there's gonna be some sort of rematch between her and Oscar at some point in the near future. You think so? Yeah. There will be there has to be. They're not gonna make Oscar out of the name out of the name of the picture for the title. They're not gonna throw away from the title. I mean, I'll um, <laughs> I'll say surprisingly, I kind of like Carmella as champion because to me she was kind of I don't know she was kind of irrelevant for a minute. I mean, till till not not too long before winning the title. She was, I agree with that. <clears throat> she's she's one of those she's, she's like Miz. She's one of those cocky champions you want to see once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. I, I definitely can agree with that. Because <laughs> Mella is money. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they did a good job with her character. I just think she. I just think she's funny, except for when she screams. <laughs> oh my, no, I can't say that. Yeah, that's like oh my god, that's like nails on a chalkboard. Like do anything but scream, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna um we're gonna jump to <laughs> we're gonna jump to uh what possibly could have been could have been match of the night in a continental title, Seth Rollins versus Elias. Oh that was that was that was definitely, that was definitely my match of the night. Dude, Seth, yeah, that, match, that match was incredible start to finish. Yeah, Seth um yeah, Elias Elias just he just when he just boosted himself up in popularity with that match, uh, to me, as well as Seth Rollins just continues to just prove how great he is. Like, for Elias, that was a textbook. You don't have to win to get overmatched. Mm-hmm. And I think with Elias, like, where he is, where he is right now with that character, just, it's just, it works. It's really good. Like, he, you know, again, he's another. He's another guy that's like 
a heel that you like because he's he's entertaining. Like to to me, I I dare say hands down, Elias is probably the most talented singing wrestler I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I've seen a number of them, and it's like none of them to me have been that good. And I'm like, Elias actually plays guitar really well. He actually can hold a note. <laughs> I'm like, this, he might be the most talented wrestler of all time right now. <laughs> so I don't know, but I think uh I think his character, the feel of his character and everything, he has the you know, he has that charisma, he has the he has the catchphrase, you know, who wants to walk with Elias, all that stuff. I mean like, Yeah, I don't think I don't think he needs much to get over. It's just and and then you add on top of that, he's good in the ring. So I think I think he I think he would be hard to get over if he if he just sucked as a wrestler.